0: From the Ron McKeevery Podcast Network. I'm Isaiah Castilleja, and this is Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. In this episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0, Coach Cunningham talks to us about why you should make mistakes throughout your career and how to learn from them, how to create a cohesive program that incorporates the needs and wants of the head sport coach and also what the strength coach wants, and the importance of consistent messaging and communication with athletes. All this on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Perch delivers velocity-based training, no strings attached. Perch was engineered at MIT and uses compact 3D cameras to monitor and manage weight room performance without being a distraction. Perch is a VBT built for the 21st century. Attach Perch to any weight rack in minutes. While you lift, Perch uses cameras to passively collect velocity and power data output in real time and store it in post-workout analysis. Perch is a revolutionary and innovative sports technology device that enhances workouts, reduces injuries, and saves time. Perch works with every level organization from the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the military, D1 through high school, the private sector, and the home gym. Perch is portable, easy to install, and intuitive to use, making it ideal for every facility and every training goal no more pre-workout setup no more wearables no more broken strings set perch up once optimize every rep every set and every training session train with increased precision and measure and manage your progress every step of the way for exclusive deals and offers head to perch.fit slash chalk again that's perch.fit slash chalk Check out deals, exclusive offers, and see how Perch can help take your program to the next level. The Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 podcast is brought to you by Play. Listen in on a conversation with Play's Global Director of Performance and Education, Coach Mike Bewley. Coach Bewley describes the vision of how Play will continue to be the company that will propel the innovation of the strength and conditioning profession forward. Well, after 22 years of of coaching, I've learned that connection trumps communication and that it's not enough for coaches to know that you care. And I think you got to take that step step further. They need to experience that you care. And I've always been a coach that tried to be more uh, transformational than transactional. And so with that awareness in mind too, I always enjoyed working and learning and talking to other people and and coaches and developing that camaraderie. I've always made myself available to the community because I remember how hard it was, too, to try to get a crack into this this profession. And uh, I promised myself if ever I was given a shot, I would never take advantage of that. I always allow myself to uh, help other people uh, chase their dreams in this profession. It's been very good to me. Play is a company that will help your strength conditioning program find solutions for all your needs. Refuse second best and check them out at play.us for more information. I, I, that's phenomenal. And I think it's good that you're still willing to make mistakes even after being in the positions you are in right now and positions you have been where, where did that come from coach? Cause I know it it's a, it's, it's a dual thing. Cause I know, and I always tell my interns, like you're going to make mistakes. So you might as well make a big and just go for it just cause it's part of how you learn and grow. But I also know how it could be comfortable sometimes after you've been somewhere a long time or been in the profession long enough to choose the safer route. That's not going to get you burnt as much as a, you know, as a leader. So where does that come from? Because, finding a leader like yourself that's willing to go out there and like you said, be a blueprint, but also like make mistakes. Cause you know about the growth side of things. Like wh- how did that come around? Cause that's pretty unique.
1: Yeah, it was hard. I mean, I'll be honest. Right. So I am, um, I'll take you way back here. I am the oldest of four children um, in my family. And if there's any other firstborns listening, you're the perfect child, right? Like you are, you know, so to say God's gift to earth to your parents because you were the first and it's, the rest that true. come behind. Um, you know, I watch my brother. Yeah. I watch my brothers and my sister and it's like, man, they get away with murder. Like I, I just looked the wrong way. And my parents were like right on my behind. Um, and so I didn't want to mess up. Right. Like, because I kind of had that stigma as, Caitlin Cunningham, oldest child in the family, like she's the perfect angel child. She does everything right. My siblings now know that's not true. I just knew, as my mom would say, how to fly under the radar. Um, but I started to figure out that, like, you know what? At Even in high school and in college, like I make a mistake and my parents love for me never changes and I can be who I am. I can get into these roles as assistants and directors and now coming back to, you know, an assistant. I was a GA, all these things. But if I didn't write a really crappy program and just do it, I was never going to get better. And let people who had more experience than me look that program over because golly, is that nerve wracking? And I'll tell you what to go sit for your CSCCA and sit there in a room. You take your test, right? You do your little Scantron test, which, okay, great. That's any other test you take in your life. But then the CSCCA, you want me to go sit at a table and teach master strength coaches. I'm 20 some years old, right? Like real young. And I wanted to freaking poop my pants because I was scared to death. Like if I mess up, I don't pass, right? Like there's a risk and reward here um but i did a lot of work and i was like okay so you don't pass it then what you pay the money and you go take the test again it's not failure to the point where nothing ever like you can't you don't get another shot and i think that's kind of the key right like make a mistake that you can turn around and fix and that you can grow from not a mistake that you're going to put yourself in a position where now I can't get a strength, a job as a strength and conditioning coach. Um, but be willing to get uncomfortable. And I think, you know, going through Jeremy's leadership, leadership uh, Academy with him and a ton of other people, strength coaches, I mean, high school coaches, all these people, I came to find out, like, I need to ask the people that I'm leading how I'm doing. Because it's not the people above me, like they just see a little glimpse, right? They're not the ones who feel the emotion and are on the other side of my leadership. And so I sent out a questionnaire to all my basketball girls at at Clemson and I asked them questions and it was anonymous because we all know that they're not, they don't want to put their name on it and say something mean about you, which, okay. Um, but I had to take the emotion out of it I had to just let the emotion go and whatever they said, I needed to take it. And I needed to understand that, um, that, that perception is reality to them. And then I needed to figure out how do I make myself better? Not how do I change all of it? How do I make myself better so that I can lead these kids and help them accomplish what they want to accomplish? And you know, I reached out to alumni as well. Some older, some older girls who were done playing because they got nothing to lose. Right. They're going to tell me exactly like it is. Um, and now she's in a coaching role. And I remember her answer and she said, man, coach C, like you were so inconsistent. Like you'd hold us accountable for this one day. And then the next you know, week we'd come back and you'd be kind of wishy-washy on it or with so-and-so you'd be really hard on her with that. But then if I did it, like I could get away with it. It wasn't a huge deal. And so what I realized was like, you're not being consistent and they need that consistency, right? Like if mom and dad yell at you because you don't clean up your dishes, but then, you know, your brother can do it and leave his dishes in the dishwasher or, you know, in the sink, like that inconsistency causes a lot of like roughs amongst the kids. And it's the same with your athletes. It's the same with your staff, right? Like, I can't treat an intern one way and the other intern like you know they're God's gift to earth. I can't do that. you got to treat them all the same, and you got to be consistent in what the messaging and how you're treating people is and so you know that was a lot of growth for me, um, very uncomfortable, but I think you have to get uncomfortable in order to grow and it's uh it's definitely changed my entire life, everything you know, my personal relationships, my family relationships. Um, as you guys can all hear on the audio, I'm a dog mom and boy, oh boy, is that an area where you better be consistent if you want a somewhat well-behaved dog. Cause he's clearly not behaving today. Cause he's barking while I'm on my podcast, but, um, you know, you got to train them. And so it's consistent, it's uninterrupted. And that's the same way you gotta, you gotta grow. You gotta keep doing it and you just gotta put your head down and go to work and let it all happen. So Long-winded, sorry.
0: No, not at all. That's actually some pretty good stuff. I mean, I, I I know my most of my research lately has been in leadership and stuff, and and that's a lot of what I'm seeing of telltale signs of great leaders is that. And that's pretty impressive that you're willing to – it's one thing to talk about it and be like, hey, like just ask yourself, be uncomfortable. But when you sent out that questionnaire to the, the team and the alumni, that's so – I mean, that's pretty impressive that you're willing to put it out there and get yourself in that mindset of like, all right, be ready for whatever comes back. And it's a good, honest look about what you're doing. Uh, I think that, I think no, I think that's great. Now, you had mentioned a part of your process when you got to Kent State was building the relationship with with the athletes and getting that all established. And you said also the head coaches. And I know the relationship with the head coach is, uh, is a tricky one and it could be very good in a lot of cases and a good, good synergy and good working with each other and everything goes well. But I've also been on the tail end of those things where it's, it could be difficult. And when you're at Clemson, you worked with almost all the sports there in the Olympic when you started out and just going through your whole nine years there. So, Can you talk to us a little bit about what your process is is when communicating with the head sport coach and how you go about creating a a decent relationship with that?
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's asking them what they want for their team, first and foremost. What do they want? Because you're an extension of them. So whether you like that or not, um, you got to find a way to kind of mesh the two. And I learned that at Clemson with women's basketball, the new head coach, coach Butler came in and she had, she had a culture, right. And it was clearly defined trust. And those are the three things that we're going to live by every single flipping day. And in the weight room, I had been going by attitude, energy, and effort, and we had defined them. And so talking with coach Mike Buley, uh, he was at the time men's basketball strength and conditioning and, he was like, you got to find a way to bridge what coach wants and what you want. And you're laying the foundation to build what she wants in her program. Not only physically, right? Because we lay that foundation to be able to do what she wants. Coach Butler wants to press for 40 minutes straight in the basketball game. Well, golly, you better be in good enough shape to freaking do it. Right? So I got to lay the foundation. So why is it any different from a culture standpoint? So, you know, we figured out how to mesh those two things. How do I help her build that culture? How do I hold them accountable to that culture? And then whether I agreed with that or not, I had to find a way to make sure that the messaging to the kids was consistent. And, you know, I agreed with coach Butler, trustful, and to commitment, I freaking lived it to the core, you know, myself. um, but I've, I've had sport coaches come to me, Hey, I I want, um, you know, I want them to do X, Y, and Z in the weight room, or I want, you know, this entire week to be so hard that they can't walk. And guys in my mind, like X's and O's, that's not logical. Like I'm going to get myself fired. So what, what I did was put together a plan that gives the coach a little bit of what they want and a little bit of, I know what I need to do in order to cover my butt and not lose my job. Um, But how can you meet? How can you blend things? How can you get what the coach wants? How can you get what you want and still put the kids in a position to be able to accomplish what the coach, what the kids, what everybody in the program wants to accomplish? Um, You know, coming into Kent state women's soccer. Hey, the kids like, they're going to, they're going to complain if they're sore. Okay. Well, that's kind of a part of strength training, And I mean, I get it like we're in season and we don't want to be sore, but there, there's going to be a little bit. So I laid, uh, all right. They showed up like, Hey, we're taking you guys. I don't, I don't know how you move. I don't know what you guys have done. I have a, a general idea, but it's different when I can get my eyes on you. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take you back. We're not going to use, you know, X, Y, and Z implements. We're going to do these things for three weeks and then we're going to see where we're at. And it was just explaining everything. So they understood why we were doing what we were doing, making sure the coaches were on board in at least some capacity. Um, And then, you know, softball, it complete opposite ends of their season. So they're in their off season and Unbeknownst to me, and this is this is my fault. I take one hundred percent ownership of this. I assumed fall ball and you know fall semester was my time to get him really strong. Well, come to find out, the head coach that is not how it he operates, <laughs> which is fine and that's okay, right? But I did a poor job from the get go of coming in and understanding what his plan was. Cause if my plan and his plan are completely different, it's not going to work. So, you know, it came down to, we just had to have a meeting. We just had to talk. And you know what I had to do? I had to shut my mouth and I had to listen. And so I remember him telling me like, Hey coach, like my fall ball is harder than in season. Like, that's just how I operate. I make it hard so that I can see what the kids can do, where we need to get better. Great coach. Like, and that's my fault. I'm really sorry. I should have come to you and asked, you know, kind of how this all works with you and your programming. So what I do, I program, I made sure that we were still able to do the things that we needed to do in order to get the kids to where they needed to be. But I mean, that's my fault. I should have communicated. I should have asked the question and I should have listened. So, you know, and, and that could let's be honest, that could cause a lot of turmoil, right? Like I could have put my head down and I could have just said, no, absolutely not. This is the time to get strong. And it is, but I had to find a w- another way to do it because the head coach is ultimately the one who's going to lose his job. if he doesn't win and it's the reality of the situation, right? Like, and where I'm at, that's what it is at Clemson. That's different. I could have been fired. New coach comes in, could have lost my job. Um, but I'm still there to support and I'm still there to serve, whether it's the head <laughs> coach or the student athletes. So How can I blend those things? How can I figure out to help the coach accomplish what they want to accomplish and the student athletes all in the same get-go?
0: We'll be right back. Woodway is a company that has been designing and building treadmills and equipment for the long run since 1974. Each of their treadmills is designed with the revolutionary slat belt running surface, which is both lightweight and durable. It is specifically designed to absorb energy at the point of impact, eliminating harmful shock to joints and connective tissues. 100% of the NFL, NBA, and MLB teams and 60% of NHL teams utilize Woodway products to optimize their training. Woodway's Curved Treadmill was released in 2009 and boasts a completely self-powered manual training experience that does not require any electricity. This unique piece of equipment allows athletes to run at any pace they choose and burn up to 30% more calories than the regular treadmill. Other unique offerings from Woodway include the Curve Trainer, Curve XL, Forefront, and Pro Treadmills. Each treadmill offers features that are fit for every athlete. The silent and energy efficient product from Woodway has resulted in 50% electricity savings for owners. If you're looking for equipment that is built to last and will improve, and provide each of your athletes an experience like no other, check out Woodway today at woodway.com. No doubt. And that's that's great. And you got some really good advice. And it's it's good to see. And that's one thing that's always empowered me. Listen to the original Iron Game Chalk Talk and listen to other podcasts. Just hearing that... You know, even Caitlin Cunningham has to, you know, learn how to have tactful conversation with head coaches and stuff. It's not all just sunshine and rainbows. Like our profession is very much a very realistic and very real profession that requires everybody to be good communicators and uh, getting on the same page. Now, let's talk a little bit about Casey's conversations. You have a phenomenal podcast, and if you want to tell, I'm sure most of our listeners already know of it, but tell our listeners about you know, why you started Casey's conversations and then what you are planning on doing with it. Cause I think it's very, it's a very noble grade of you for everything you got going on over there. I don't know how to go say that, but you know, it's, I think it's a great thing that you got going on. And, um, I mean, I know having taken over this podcast, it's, it's not easy and it's, you know, especially if you're a, you know, you're a full-time strength coach. I am too. And, um, it's, it's a unique challenge, but talk to us a little bit about Casey's conversations.
1: Yeah. So I started doing some research, um, being a female, you know, kind of trying to talk to more females and just get their perspective on things. And so I looked up different podcasts and, I went through and said, okay, at that point, you know, this was golly three or four years ago. Um, how many episodes do they have? And then how many female guests do they have on their podcast? So what I found out was podcasts with on average, 300 episodes only had 10 female guests. And I was like, oh boy, that's, that's a problem. Um, that's not enough. And so I spoke with actually Ron McKee and Mike Buley and some other people who had podcasts. I'm like, okay, so like, where do I start? What do I do? How in the world am I supposed to do a, a podcast and be a strength coach? And first, it, you know, you got to go step-by-step. Step. You got to figure out what your name is going to be. got to figure out what, what you're trying to accomplish. Who's going to be your guests. What kind of questions are you going to have all these things? And I drug my feet and I drug my feet and I drug my feet. And finally, you know, Coach Beale was like, Caitlin, like, just do it. Just send him a Zoom link, you know, interview them, ask the questions you want to ask and just, just go, you know, and this, this goes back to your question about, about growth guys. Like I love Andrea Hootie to my core. She's my mentor. I've learned from her, but dear God, please don't go listen to my first episode with Hootie. she flipped the script and started asking me questions because I was so blah and just monotone and it was awful. Right. But like, again, I've grown, I've learned, I've figured out more ways to to do these things and have better conversations as my podcast would, you know, kind of suggest by the name. Um, but it was just do it just, you know, find find a way to do it and to figure out, Who do you want to have on? Who cares? Just get on Instagram or get on. I think the CSCCA sent me an entire list of like all the females that attended the breakfast or who were in attendance at the conference. Like, hey, let's just start at the top. Like, let's go. Let's you know, wrap them out. Some people don't answer, and I'm sure you can attest to that. You send a message. They're busy people. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. It's not a, it's not a personal thing. Like, and if it is great, you don't have to be on. It's okay. Don't hurt my feelings. Um, but so I knew I just had to do it and Hootie was my first. And that was an awful decision on my part. I probably need to get her back on and have like a recap and just, you know, all those fun things. But the podcast grew, more people started listening. Um, and I got a couple of people to reach out about sponsorships. And then that adds just a whole nother level of holy shitness um, in my opinion. So if someone wants to give me money or some form of mon- monetary value for my podcast, like I can't mess up. I can't not put an episode out in a week or two weeks or whatever my kind of cycle is going to be. I can't not record an episode. I can't, there's so many moving parts. Right. And team builder actually reached out. They were like the first people to reach out. And I talked to, um, the guys and I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to put like that kind of pressure on myself. So I dropped the ball. I didn't do it. And then play reached out and they kind of had a little bit of a different setup and they were going to actually help me produce the podcast. Awesome. Like that takes a lot of time out of your, your podcasting, uh, day, uh, in a sense, um and then team builder came back around and hey we we want to sponsor your podcast and so i had a conversation with them and look guys like my podcast is not breaking any records like i released an episode 2 weeks ago or whatever it's been now and like 70 people have listened to it whether that's the whole episode or maybe the first 30 seconds and just can't stand my voice so they stop playing it whatever 70 some listens there's in the podcasting world, you're not going to make a lot of money off that. Okay. Like that's just the reality of the situation. So I talked to them and they were like, you know what? Like put some thought into it. Let's figure out kind of how we want to go about this. And I slept on it. And then I went to work and I was talking to the guys in the office and I was like, guys, what if they sponsored X amount of episodes for X amount of dollars? And then we took that money and we made like a scholarship out of it. And the guys in the office were like, that's a great idea. And then I was like, so to a female strength coach, like to any young strength coach and coach Sobel, uh, you know, my good friend who can be very honest with me was like, Caitlin, your podcast is for females. I'm pretty sure that would be a little counterintuitive if you were giving the money for your podcast to, you know, a male strength coach. So he wrangled me back in, you know, got my head on straight and, uh, I'm grateful for that. But Yeah. So what's happening now is $500 straight into their pocket. Essentially. Um, I want to make sure it's going towards them developing as a coach and I don't care what that development is. Um, you want to go to the CSCCA and you need your flight paid for great. I'll cover your flight. You know, just let me know when you want to buy your flight and here you go. Here's the 500 bucks. You need to go sit for your CSCS. Let's cool. Let's get it paid for. Um, you want to do an online CEU course that maybe work doesn't want to pay for or can't pay for, like, let's get you in that. So I made a, a Google form and people can enter to win and, you know, come, I believe at the end of August is going to be the end of those couple episodes for team builder. And we're going to make a, a drawing and pull it out of a hat and see who the lucky winner is of this $500 and, and get them going and keep making the profession better. And hopefully we can get some more women out there and, you know, get them accomplishing the things that they want to accomplish. So.
0: No, that's definitely some very, very powerful stuff. And I like, that's why I knew I had to get you on here and, and team builders definitely won't. He's they're one of our sponsors as well, but I've known having, when I took over the podcast, I, did the research of like all the podcasts and I, yours definitely, it came up and I've known who you are for, for a while. And I was, and then I seen how it's progressed. And then I saw this thing and I was like, you are uh, a good person. Cause I was like, that's, that's, that is some great stuff. And at the end of the episode, we'll get your, um, your social media sh- uh, and all, all the shout out stuff. So we can, everybody can watch that, but it's definitely, a great podcast. And I know a lot of the females on my staff and the males on my staff have listened to your, your podcast before. And, uh, it's, it's good for what you're doing in giving back to the profession like that. If you could pick up the phone and call Caitlin Cunningham from 10 years ago, what would you tell her?
1: Oh gosh. Um, I tell her a lot of things. Stop worrying about what other people think about you because it doesn't matter. That was probably my biggest downfall. Honestly, up until a couple of years ago when I met uh, Jeremy Boone, it was, I mean, it's life changing. Uh, If you ever have an opportunity to contact, come in contact with him, please do it. Um, It'll be, even if you don't get to talk to him for a long time, it'll be the best five minutes of your life. Um, But yeah, man, don't, don't care about what other people think about you because it doesn't matter
0: definitely and i mean that's great and i it's a it's it's relieving to when you get into that mindset cuz i i definitely know what you're talking about and i i definitely have a saying like you, you might as well like I, for that for me it's just like who cares like who cares what they think about who cares if you're taking over the podcast who cares if you're talking to the biggest coach in the world it doesn't matter like I'm just here. I'm just doing, just doing some work and just talking, and having conversations. It shouldn't really matter what they think of me. So what's uh, something you got coming up in this next year that you're excited and looking forward to.
1: Ooh. Um, coming up in this year, I mean, football season, man, like I'm super excited. We got a lot of new guys on the roster, tons of talent, um, super excited for that. And just to kind of see, kind of see what they can do, right? Like you get to see them in the weight room, but golly, it's fun to watch them out on the field and be able to do the thing that they love. And, and same with my other sports too. Like, I'm really excited to watch soccer again. You know, that's kind of my first love as a, as a sport was soccer. So it's always going to be around, around them and then learn softball. You know, I have conversations with them all the time, just joking around like just hit it that's all you guys got to do like i don't understand what's so hard about your sport uh and they know i'm joking so any of the listeners out there i'm completely joking but man to just to, to have the kids back and and just be rocking and rolling with them again is is awesome i'm super excited and looking forward to it no doubt i'll we'll have to be
0: looking for you on the side i uh flexing uh, at those games um you know what's uh the best way our listeners could tune into what you got going on between either Casey's conversations or anything that you got going on the performance side of Kent state, or if they want to follow up and ask you any questions or get some more information about your scholarship, what's the best way we could tune in and find you.
1: Um, Probably social media is the easiest, either Twitter or Instagram and both my Twitter and Instagram handles are K underscore Cunningham 32. And then I also have a website Uh, it's www.kacunningham.com. So that has, I mean, all my podcasts, I did start a blog. That was something else I drug my feet on and I finally just did it. That was the, uh, the 10 year old there, you know, what I would tell myself 10 years ago, who cares? Um, and I need to get back into that. So, uh, start blogging again and kind of tell the people what's going on.
0: For sure. Well, coach, I want to say thank you for joining us uh on, on the podcast today it's i knew i had to talk to you you're you're definitely a leader in our profession and and helping out a lot of coaches and man what's some great information it's uh it's all about the relationships and about the people and um i guess having a good time while you're going at it too is always a good thing but i appreciate your time and we're definitely looking forward to everything you got going on coming up
1: yeah thanks coach i appreciate you having me on man
0: if you're a strength coach or trainer and tired of using Excel, then you need to check out Team Builder. You already know who they are. Team Builder is the online strength conditioning software for strength coaches and personal trainers. No matter what your setting is or how many athletes you're training, you can log into Team Builder and write programs, build questionnaires, and access athlete and client performance data. Go completely paperless and program through Team Builder's TV mode, their weight review function, or the mobile app that comes free with every subscription. Start your 14-day trial for free today by using the promo code CHALK, that's promo code C-H-A-L-K, to become part of the hashtag Team Builder Nation, alongside with six NCAA national champions three NCAA runner-ups Super Bowl champions and many other championship teams with affordable subscriptions for personal trainers to personal organizations and professional organizations everything in between Team Builder is a company that puts the customer first if you're still not convinced schedule a 30 minute demo with Team Builder expert on teambuilder.com and see what they can offer you Hewitt and the staff at Team Builder are standout individuals and their product is phenomenal check them out This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Being a strength coach is difficult. And someone once said on our podcast, we pour so much into helping our athletes become better, but we forget who's pouring back into us to help us become better. Without a healthy mind, coaching on the floor, programming, and maintaining the juggling act that we call life can be difficult. The good news is the therapists at BetterHelp are here to help you. Therapy can be whatever you want it to be. Maybe you need the tools to help you keep motivated, or maybe you're feeling burnt out from long days in the weight room, or you just need someone to talk to. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist at a time that works for you. We have a very busy schedule as a strength coach and the last thing we need to do is be driving to an office and sitting in a waiting room. Simply log into your account and message or speak to your therapist from anywhere at a time that works for you. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp also assesses your needs and will match you with one of over 20,000 therapists in their network. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself and make your mind your best asset. We train to keep our bodies strong and resilient. Now it's time to invest in our mental health too. And as a special offer to Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0 listeners, you can get 10% off your month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com chalk. That's betterhelp.com slash C-H-A-L-K. And thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Thanks everyone for listening. Thank you to our great guests for taking the time to share their experiences. Thank you to Play and Team Builder for being great companies that help our profession. And most importantly, thank you, the listeners. Please find us on social media at Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0. Find our show notes on wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a rating, comment, and subscribe. And don't forget to say hi. It's great to hear from coaches from around the country. Talk to you all next week on another episode of Iron Game Chalk Talk 2.0.